Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 47 of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me, as always, is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We are one half of the Double Doubles from Hamilton, Ontario. Joining us virtually, as always, we have Ryan and Lauren in London, Ontario. Hello. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Okay, uh, now is the part of the show where we tell you that if you have not listened to our last episode, you probably should, if you want to. We are working our way through March Madness uh, and our Disney attraction bracket. Um, in our last episode, we took 64 attractions down to 32 attractions, and now we are at 16 attractions uh, for for this episode. So we're taking it all the way to the to the end here. We've got some heavy hitters and I think some probably controversial, or at least challenging decisions to make. Um, and we have had some uh, great input um, on social media from people who have uh, voted on some of these matchups. Uh, we're certainly going to do our best to, uh, to take those into account. But ultimately, it's going to come down to the four of us, um, unless there's a tie, in which case we will have to defer to, to some outside external uh, source deciding what... Uh, what the end result of that is going to be. So, um, yeah. How do you guys feel? I feel good. I feel right. pumped. Yep. I feel, I'm like, I got my, uh, basketball shorts on. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Here we go. I'm excited because none of us know what the answer is going to be. No, we don't true. know what the no. final attraction is going to be the best Walt Disney world attraction, but we are going to jump right into it. Uh, in our first matchup of the round of 16, we have the number one seed, the People Mover taking on the number 17 seed, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And right out the bat, I'm gonna have a tr- I'm gonna have a hard time with this one. Well, it is this is a difficult one. Because there's so much to consider. Like the People Mover is so classic. It is yep. uh I mean, it's not it's not an original attraction, but it's not far off. Um no. and yeah, it, it just, it's it's long, it's like a 12-minute ride, I think, some, 10 to 12 minutes, somewhere in there. Um, and yeah, it just takes you all around Tomorrowland. But it's not, like, it doesn't have thrills like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Are you not or thrilled characters. by, like, going through Space Mountain on the People Mover? Yeah, it's a taste. It's oh. a taste of thrills. Yeah. But like for someone who couldn't go on Space Mountain, it's a taste of thrills. Or you don't know what's going on. <laughs> I I get the thrill of being in the air conditioning at that point. Yeah, that's nice. Ride. Yeah, have you that's guys, thrilling to me. Have you guys been through that corridor with the lights on in Space Mountain? I have years ago. It's pretty cool. <sighs> yes. It's kind of um I feel like it's as close as I'll ever get to like experiencing the ride with the lights on, yeah. which actually might be a little bit more terrifying than with the lights off. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's it funny. looks like a mess. It looks like yeah, you're going to hit sure. your head. Like You can probably see a broom in the corner. Yeah. And you're like it, that shouldn't yeah. be there. <laughs> it, duct tape. Oh no. It, it's yeah. actually got, um, it actually reminds me uh, of the, uh, the, the seasonal fair here, the Western fair and the old roller coaster that it used to be. And it's just, you know, mangled metal yeah. and track <laughs> and it's, it's nothing special. Right. Um, 
And that's really what Space Mountain looks like with the lights off. It's again, that's what makes it so special is because it isn't. But when you uh, yeah, it's when you see the lights off, there's a bit of uh, <laughs> well, seeing how the sausage is made. Yeah. yeah. But we're I mean, this is only one part of the people mover. Yeah. It's like I would say it's probably one of the more thrilling parts. But you have the people mover that evolves over time. Like it has changed. Obviously, it changed names. Um, it, uh, it attractions have come and gone and are coming again. Like you have uh, the fact that like Tron is opening up. They're gonna have to find some way of getting Tron into the into the voiceover. Um, but even things like uh, looking at you know Walt's vision of Progress City uh or his epcot um on the people mover like that's so i think it's so cool yeah and i guess for me you know i, I love seven dwarfs mine train uh obviously the kids love it um but i think the two things that are important to me are length of ride and length of waiting yeah and uh, you know what? If you're looking like a valuation on, you know, time versus money, I think People Mover is your best bang for the buck. I mean, uh, to be fair, I think Seven Dwarfs Mine Train does have a pretty killer queue. Uh, there's lots to do, I think, for kids uh, and I mean the occasional adult. Um, but I think there's enough in that queue to keep them occupied during the lengthy wait. I don't know. I waited unfortunately like almost two hours in that line <laughs> because yeah. when i entered the um the standby queue was not accurate um so i waited quite a while um so there's a little bit to do but yeah if you are waiting through that outside portion um and like it it can feel qu it felt quite long now part of that might have been that uh you know halfway through what i thought was going to be my wait I was nowhere near, you know, riding. <laughs> so maybe the expectation was different, but I agree. That is, that's kind of part of the ride experience, right? Like, uh, yeah. I'm assuming like the, well, and the, to be fair for the people mover, that queue has a, a standing escalator or what, like the track that just right? takes you all the way up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Equally I thrilling. I agree. And I'll, my mind was blown when I was a kid. That was the coolest thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I remember being in the airports and the moving uh, escalators or, or moving walkways are fantastic as well. So I'm probably easily amused. I, I think, yeah, I, I mean, to me, at first, I got to say, I thought that I was going to lean towards Seven Doors Mine Train and I, I really like it. Goodness, it's why it's where it is. I still think I like the people mover experience more. But I think we have to hear from Lauren because I believe yeah. this is your yeah. favorite attraction, isn't it? I couldn't believe you guys were even debating this. I was like, <laughs> no brainer. As soon as you said both of them, I'm like, no brainer. Seven doors all the way. But you do make good points. I mean, I do hate standing in line. So being able to walk on when all else fails and kind of cool off, there, there's good points to your arguments. But there's, uh, I but mean, I'm having diamonds, a hard time. People? Because yeah. because of the like newer technology in yeah. Seven Dwarfs and like going through the mine is like it's pretty magical. Like they mm -hmm. they did such yeah. a great job with with those animatronics and um, and the theming. Like even just the the carts that you're sitting in and you know they've got that like the swing and the house at the end. Like so so looking at the ride experience 
it's hard. It's a hard decision. So whereas I thought maybe I would be totally people mover, I don't know. Like I'm still a little. I think I'm I'm on the side with Ryan in terms of uh, the people mover is a 10 to 12 minute ride. Yeah. And Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is a really um, it's it's fascinating how much ride they packed into such a small area. But it ultimately is still only like a two and a half minute ride at that. Maybe you get stuck at the end and it becomes like a three minute ride. But like to wait so long for so short, I think I have to include the queue, the wait time for for this in terms of my 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 feelings for the attraction as a whole, because sure, if there were no line whatsoever, I think Seven Dwarfs Mine Train would have a good shot. But uh, but I still the people mover just has it has a lot going for it. And I think the other thing is, is, you know, we talk about like the living with the land or figment, you know, those are long rides too. people mover is a long ride, but there's a lot of different things going on. Like there's a lot of really, uh, you know, you, you go through the laugh floor, you go, you know, you go over the store, you go through, you know, there's just a lot of elements that just it can be interesting every single time you're on it. I will say it's pretty fun to ride at night when there's fireworks going off. Yeah, absolutely. And um, the the magnetic train, like the like mm. the the smoothness of the the ride, if it's working, uh, right? Yes, fair enough. I will say sometimes it does have you know it's it's an old attraction and it needs sort of constant upkeep. Well, it's been in refurbishment for quite a while right now. Yeah. So how are we all voting? Okay, I feel like all right. Let's let's take a look. Uh, so I would, I would vote for the people mover. I'm voting people mover. Lauren, what are you voting for? Oh, Lauren's I can imagine if the park wasn't, if you didn't have one of them in the park. Right. Mm. I think I'm going to vote for seven dwarfs. Lauren. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm really torn between like the storytelling and the theming and the thrills of seven doors mind train. And then just like my personal nostalgia. Like I love that feeling that you feel like you're kind of like, I feel like this ride's a little bit more connected to like Walt and, and sort of the history of the park. Um, so it's really hard. I, I mean, I have a people mover shirt. I don't have a seven doors mind train shirt. Uh, so I, oh, it's so hard. I think I'm gonna go with People Mover. Let's let's l- take a look at uh, at our polls. I was online. really surprised by this by these results. Okay. So on our Instagram account, when we asked like which Magic Kingdom ride do you prefer, twenty seven percent said Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and seventy three said People Mover. That's incredible. It, I was yeah. shocked. I guess everyone doesn't like standing alone. <laughs> I think, like, I really do think that that might have something to do with it. Um, yeah, you have to take into account the experience as a whole. And if and if your only experience, uh, like, if your only experience with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train has been with Fast Passes, then, you know, you'd have a more positive experience with it. But I thought it would be to... closer. I just say, like, that's <laughs> quite a wide gap. Yeah. Um, that that just goes to show the the heft or the might 
yes. of the people mover. It, this was an unfortunate matchup. <laughs> for, yeah, but, that's just but the also way exciting. It, it, that's just no, the way I know. It works out. I just mean it was. Uh, it's very hard. You feel like you're. You feel a little bit of guilt. At least I do. <laughs> you know. All right. I think. I don't think we have to look any further. I think we have to go with the people mover moving on over yeah. Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Um, so even though uh, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train took out the Mad Tea Party in round one and it knocked out the the brand new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, uh, it does not get past the people mover in this round. People mover moves now, on. Now, a bit of disclosure. I believe Mickey's Runaway did not uh, go because of COVID. We have not actually ridden it yes that's so fair. it would have yeah. been it would have been interesting to see if all of us had ridden that whether it to would go against people over if we who would have kind of oh uh, knocked goodness. our socks off if yeah. everything goes well we will have all ridden it by next go. march madness that's it. and <laughs> it will be avenged yeah okay our second matchup is uh this is another tough one i think so we have the hard. number eight and number nine seeds facing off against one another we have tower of terror taking on Flight of Passage. Two... Oh, come on. That's not hard. Flight of Passage all the way. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. I have, a, I have a hard time with this one. Um, and But again with the line. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we, if we only focus on line, <laughs> it's Tower of Terror. <laughs> because... Which can, yeah. even that can sometimes have, like if one of those yeah. elevators is down, mm-hmm. um, it can be... A very slow and long wait, but I do feel like Flight of Passage is kind of a constant uh, long wait. <laughs> and also well, getting and, a fast pass. And I think Tower Terror's queue is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like, it's just done so well. Yes, and I would agree that um, uh, Flight of Passage's queue is weird. Oh. <laughs> so I Like, think, outside yeah. is beautiful, yes. but inside is weird. Yeah. Inside is weird. I mean, it, it sticks with the theming of this is an abandoned... Um, oh, I can't. The RDA is an abandoned RDA yeah. building that they very industrial, very industrial. Like I know that when you walk through the standby queue, you start off. It's like it's Pandora. You get to see. I mean, you're walking around the floating mountains to start, and once you get inside, you get to see some really cool um, Pandora foliage. And then you get further in, you get to see the Avatar in the tube. Um, that's pretty like that's a pretty cool thing that you don't get to see from the fast pass line. Um, I think my biggest issue with Flight of Passage at the moment is this is the pre-show being like it because it completely depends on when you are loaded into your room, um, whether you get like the short pre-show or the long pre-show with all the delays and the um, like stand around and uh and move a little bit so the you know so we can see whether you're infected with the um i don't know what they are those little it's weird it's It's, weird it's a weird show it's awkward i kind of was waiting for the ball to drop i'm like what 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 is that i feel like it's it's long and i feel like it's only because they need to get people ready but the actual uh, flight of passage experience is like several minutes so you have to have people stand that long and wait well i'm not sure i mean the thing is is that um everybody in everybody waiting on what there's three different floors 
of, three of, or four. I don't know. There's multiple floors, and so like everybody is watching and writing at the same time. Yes. There's just like the like if you if you haven't kind of peeked to your either side um, when you're writing it, you should because I remember when I finally did. Uh, I was kind of surprised at how many people are currently on this ride. Yeah. And you can see um, sort of the, a little bit more of the mechanics of it. Yeah. Um, so if you want to kind of peek behind that, that, I don't know, the fourth wall <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> but I'm like, I, w- I would equate it to the load area for Soren. Like right. it's yeah. the same kind of mentality apart from the fact that you're not in separate rooms or on different levels. Um but the but the Soren queue seems to work pretty well in terms of like you get loaded in, you watch the pre-show, you walk in. Like, but I, I guess I just mean like when you are in that room with only what like fifteen people, it feels very small. Like I think it's it's right. not you don't always realize how many other rooms there are of people that all yes. have to get on this ride at the same time. And you have like you have your first room that you uh, get started in and then you move into a second room where you get prepped and then you move into the ride. And I think for me, it's like those two separate pre-show areas that are weird. (laughs) And I know some people really enjoy it and it certainly is themed like accurately uh, in terms of the, what do you find weird about it? I just, I feel like it's unnecessary. Mm. Like I'd rather have one of those rooms and wait in a line a little bit longer right uh, that's that sounds weird for me but uh i think personally i would rather like it's the fact that okay we get loaded into this room and there's a pre-show event and then we get loaded into another room and there's another pre-show event before we get onto the ride and and i don't know i i feel like too much it's too much i, th- I yeah and i was just say i love the tower of terror um I really think this is a great, this is actually, the, we're going to have the exact opposite conversation we just had with people mover in seven doors. <laughs> in that, in that um, flight of passage is, is the newer technology, obviously. Um, and I think it's just done so well that in 15 years from now, I bet the tower of terror has a different look to it. Mm. I don't know if flight of passage does. Right. Okay. I mean, now I that might be fair. because necessity avatar avatar land is going nowhere <laughs> and tower of terror has already been rethemed in, in Disneyland. So it kind of makes sense, but I do, um, uh, this is, I think it's very tough. I, I'm interested to hear what the poll says. Um, but I'm going to lean to flight of passage because I think the technology and, and it's just, it's unique. And every time you ride it and, you know, we talked about it on the last episode, Lauren gets nauseous and she's still like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's <laughs> really do you still do you still think that like it will be the same the same flight the same story on Flight of Passage or do you think they're going to update wonder. that that video or that I, movie? I, well, they could, experience? and that would make it really amazing too, right? And yeah, they wouldn't be that hard to do, I don't think. But then, is it the same ride? Like, I think you have the same argument mm. about Tower of Terror. If you if you put, uh, I mean, over in Disneyland in California, if you put if you make it Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, you had a whole new theme to it. Is it still Tower of Terror? Is it? It's a completely different ride in Disneyland. Flight of Passage is that the same kind of thing? If you completely change the story, uh, is it the same ride? Well, well, and I yeah, and I guess my argument would be it seems unlikely that they would change. 
Avatar Land, and so changing the story to a whole new premise uh, outside of the Avatar world seems unlikely. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with um, that. So I guess I'm a bit of hedging my bet. So I, I feel as though I feel pretty safe picking Flight of Passage. But you know, well, Tower of Terror time. has had 20 years on Flight of Passage. Oh, for sure. And yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I will not be sad with whoever wins because I think <laughs> they're both great. But as of today, I feel like Flight of Passage is the ride in which if you said to me you have an hour to wait in either one that's the one that i'm going to choose all right i think the arguments have been made lauren do you want to say uh, anything tower else about tower of terror, terror is my favorite that's my vote <laughs> again i have a t-shirt of tower of terror i don't a flight uh, of passage uh, uh but tower like this is a hard one this but tower of terror is my all-time favorite ride i at, feel at like... disney and it's mostly like a very personal it's yeah. just my personal taste i love like i love the music i love that Again, I love the nostalgia feel. I love um, the creepiness of it. There's so many references to uh, Twilight Zone episodes. I'm sure I've mentioned over. this before, but when I was a kid, like the like, it's kind of funny because um, so my parents had a record. I want to say it's like I can't remember the the name of the band, Manhattan something. Um, so this is like in the eighties and probably Manhattan transfer. Yes, it is. Yeah. And so one of the songs started with the like twilight theme song. Yeah. And I was terrified of that song. So I would run into the bathroom crying to like, not listen to it. I just got like, so upset. It was like how our cat reacts when we pull out the vacuum. <laughs> so anyway, just a little side story that as I grew up, somehow I have come to love, like come to love Tower of Terror and this ride and the song. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, Flight of Passage was like, if I didn't ride that on a trip, I would be sad. Um, That's but my, true. But, but I would also feel sad if I didn't do Tower of Terror. Yeah. I, I would. And I feel like, um, like if Tower of Terror, the original Tower of Terror, when it opened, it had like a predictable drop. But the fact that when they right. added the the ability for the drops to be randomized, suddenly it becomes like a different experience every time. You still get the same nostalgia of um, of the storyline, but then those drops at the end could they come out of nowhere? Also, I totally believe that I am like way under the building in that boiler room waiting, <laughs> even though <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear what? Let's let's vote first, and then okay. we'll see what then we'll see what the audience uh, audience has said. So yeah, I'm going to vote for Tower of Terror. Lauren, oh, you I think, are. Yeah, oh, you're okay. also Tower of Terror. Yeah, I'm Tower of Terror. Is it going to be? Oh. Are we going to have a turf war here? I'm dissenting. Yeah, I'm I'm all over. Yeah, Flight of Passage. Yeah. And Ryan. Um, I'm going to Flight of Passage. Oh, man, this is a Hamilton oh. versus London. <clears throat> okay, do we do we want to defer to the poll to see what? what we're going to look at tiebreaker as a tiebreaker. Yep. Yeah. Let's, let's see what they say. So this was surprising to me. Flight of passage had 37% and Whoa. tower of terror had 63. That Whoa. really does surprise yeah, me. Yeah. I was very surprised. Control. And again, hmm. I don't know. I didn't think about it until we were talking about it, but I wonder if, the, if like the cue <laughs> and the weight has anything to do with it, or we just have very like, 
long time well no because you're a long time fan right like i was gonna say is it people who are just nostalgic about like those classic rides but uh yeah i was i was surprised well and it's funny i'm not gonna lie as soon as we started talking about it i was like oh man i could see myself voting for (laughs) well that i could i even up until the moment i'm like do i vote for flight of passage because i also really love it and i every time i ride it i'm still amazed but Tower of Terror, I would ride over and over again. Yeah. I feel like Flight of Passage, I'm amazed. Tower of Terror, I'm immersed. <laughs> like, I feel like I... Uh, they're, either one of these would have been good winners. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. No, and and honestly, I I could see Tower of Terror going to the end. Like, I, I it's 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 a ride we'll, in which... We'll see. I vote, I vote for Flight of Passage because I really love it, but... Yeah, Tower Terror's got a bit of that technology and the history behind it. But uh, honestly, like the next, we're going to have to vote for Tower Terror or the People Movers. Let's not get there. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm going to have a breakdown. (laughs) Let's instead move on to our next matchup uh, because Tower of Terror moves on. Um, Surprising. Yeah. uh, But we. Thank you, Instagram. Thank you, Instagram. Um, Our next matchup is going to destroy me. Uh, we have our well, number four yeah. seed, Rise of the Resistance, <laughs> over in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, taking on Muppet Vision 3D. <laughs> the, like, extreme let's talk, underdog. Let's like, talk about this, technology. I will say yeah. Muppet Vision 3D took took down Slinky Dog Dash in round one, and then it took down Spaceship Earth in round two. Like, I mean, it took down a park icon and it has made it this far yeah I, again yeah <laughs> time to head home it's, yeah i was gonna say it's not like yeah i i haven't ridden rise of the resistance um because of timing and feel very confident that uh <laughs> you have watched some of it on youtube though correct? i have yeah. yes yeah. yes so I, you have no an idea amount, i feel like no amount of muppet puns can can save it I, like i love the key is under the mat. I love oh, yes. um, the Annette full of jello, as in uh, Annette Funicello, the one of the Mouseketeers. Oh. Um, and um, what's yeah. his name at the end? Sweetums? Like, oh, honestly, Sweetums. like yeah. coming in, yeah. you get to see yeah. a live Muppet. Love it. Absolutely love it. And uh, and the fact that my, like I love my little. Um, my little tidbit of information is, you know, the sheet music that the penguins are playing down in the orchestra is actually rainbow connection. Oh. It's like Muppet vision screams nostalgia for anyone who loves well, Muppets. And what's interesting with this matchup is, um, is we've been talking about cues and actually getting on the rides like rise of the resistance has been impossible for some people yeah. to get on get that boarding pass but guaranteed you could get in to see muppet vision (laughs) and that's a good consolation right it's true but i mean talking about cues rise of the resistance blends the queue with pre-show and the ride like it's hard to say you know when you start that you're in a queue and then it sort of starts to fade as to what is ride and what is the show and what is even getting into the queue is difficult is difficult yeah but right, I feel and... like it can't be like that forever. Well, hopefully, yeah. And I mean, we have Muppet Vision 3D, which was, uh, you know, 1991. It was 
the technology of the time and it's going up against the most technologically advanced attraction that Disney has ever made. Yeah. It's hard to argue. <laughs> it's There's only so far I can argue for Muppets. Rise of the yeah. Resistance was like such a fun, fun ride. It really was. Um, And it's, it also like, you know, it has a couple parts to it. Um, so yeah. it really feels like a full adventure yeah. when you're on it. Um, it was, yeah, it's unreal. So I, and the I scope think, of it is quite impressive. Yeah. I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think we have too much debate to go, to go over. I'm, I'm assuming we're all on board with rise of the resistance moving on. Is that correct? Yeah. Rise of the resistance moving on or Muppet vision going home. I think either one, <laughs> however you put it, I think is fine. All right. Yeah. Uh, did our Instagram uh, oh, follow the same? Me, I'm assuming it was a trouncing. Uh, <laughs> um, well, you know, 33% voted for Muppet Vision and 67 for Rise of the you know, Resistance. One third. Yep. One third of people are still repping the Muppets. And probably because they're angry about <laughs> not being cute. able to get onto yeah. or not Rise of the Resistance. Able to right? yeah. so. And that's what I was going to say. Honestly, I think at some point, Rise of the Resistance, that will catch up with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rise of the Resistance, Resistance <laughs> moves on. Muppet Vision, our Cinderella story, ends halfway through this, this wonderful experience. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Our next matchup, we are pitting the number five seed, Haunted Mansion, against the number 12 seed, Kilimanjaro Safaris. It's live animals <laughs> or dead ghosts. Yeah. Oh, tough one. I it's think I tough. might have to lean with the safaris just because it does take your kids a while to be able to ride the haunted mansion. Like I would right. say, even like nine, or I think was the first time Finn rode it. I think it just needs a lot of prep as the haunted mansion. Like getting in line and then telling your child about what the experience is going to be like is too late yeah. if they're young. Um, I feel like there has to be some work that, <laughs> that goes into, into the haunted mansion. Um, but that being said, I've seen young kids get on it and love it. And I was, uh, like when I was a kid and I went to Florida, I, um, <laughs> I screamed bloody murder on the jaws ride at universal studios. Uh, but I went on the haunted mansion and had a great time. Uh, and yeah. No, I would have been with Finn. Um, like, I would not have wanted to ride it for a, a number I, of years. I'm not sure if I've shared this on here. I probably have. But uh, my mom had to make them stop the uh, stretching Ooh. room so that I could get out. Yeah. How old were you? I, I want to say I was six. No. She's going <laughs> to... You mean I was older? Yes. I was probably <laughs> older. I don't know. I was 13. I don't know. Mm. When when do you start getting peach buzz? No, um, <laughs> I was... Yeah, no, I probably was eight or nine. And... Um, now I was quite the timid lad, so, um, take that in consideration, but, uh, yeah, you know what? This is really tough for me. I also want to lean towards the animals because I think it's unique. Um, I think there's a story around it now, not as much as there used to be. <laughs> the um, story yeah. has changed. The story lot. has changed. When it used to be um, about the story about, they had a poaching storyline with yes. like the rickety bridge and, uh, and they removed that storyline entirely because the focus was on the storyline, but people just want to see the animals. Like, I don't need, yeah. I don't need to be told a story to want to be excited about seeing animals. 
it's yeah you know gosh i i don't know i'm interested to hear what your uh i, I feel pretty confident i know what your the results will be um that haunted mansion will will crush kilimanjaro safari here's here's um, my one thing about kilimanjaro safaris um so i i agree i think animals are incredible and the fact that like you know Disney has done really well at creating these great environments for some of these animals and endangered species to, um, to have baby animals. And that's uh, incredible to see. Here's my one thing about Kilimanjaro safaris. I know that they have chosen, um, to, to power those trucks with propane, liquid propane, which is better environmentally than gasoline, but it's not, it's not there. Like we're talking, I'm, you know, I don't want to get too political here, but climate change and wanting to, uh, wanting to make things a little bit better for said environment that the animals should be living in. I would love to see electric vehicles. Is electric better than running it off of like grease, like vegetable grease? It depends on how your electricity is generated. Mm. Wait a second. How the heck am I going to vote against... (laughs) global warming and climate change i may or may not have done that on purpose jeez well then i say vote for the dead people that are (laughs) interesting i guess is this yeah it's definitely been something i've noticed because i don't love the smell of those you're right yeah yeah definitely wondered about it a lot to to lauren's point like yes it is it is grease and a lot of it is uh, or some of the fuel that they create is it um uh, to be honest i don't I don't know entirely. I, their, I just their know. Story, but. I know people that have, like, um, lived in a old school bus that ran on like grease. So they would collect it from, like, when you have to change your grease from a fryer at like a restaurant. They yeah. would take that, and that's what it ran off right. of. But I don't know what the emission is like. I know. I guess it's better. Anyways, I just thought with all the fried foods, like, is that something? <laughs> This is off course, but um, uh, this is a hard one. I love those animals. Those animals are great. Sorry, real quick. Can we go back to the, I know family that live in the school bus that uses (laughs) to power it? It Is that a podcast episode we can like earmark? Like just... no, it's not that interesting. That's all I <laughs> All right. Well, anywho. I'm pretty sure I had a public school teacher who did that too. Yeah. There is the possibility of explosion. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Okay. It could be. So, yeah. yeah. So, obviously, yeah. they're yeah. not going to use those for the vehicles no, at Kilimanjaro yeah. Safari because yeah. you don't want to see a truck, you know, go up in front of you. Right. Yeah. So, okay. But we're talking. I feel like this is, um, I mean, Kilimanjaro Safaris is not new. No. But it's such a. It, this is such a a big difference. Like, like this is such real world versus like, like if this not was like imaginary. Yeah, like, but if know. this was like haunted mansion versus the Disney Conservation Fund, I would be all all over the Disney Conservation Fund because Disney does some incredible things sure. with the animals that they have. I'm thinking purely as an attraction. Yeah, Kilimanjaro Safaris ha- is great for looking at animals my caveat that i've brought up um maliciously is about the vehicles you also love the haunted mansion i also love the haunted mansion maybe you should mention that do you have do you have a shirt with haunted mansion because that seems to be how we're voting here i'm not wearing a shirt that has haunted mansion on it but you do but i do yeah Mm, well uh i mean honestly 
yeah, I mean, you guys can talk me into the Haunted Mansion. I'm just going to ask you, do we know how the Haunted Mansion is run? Mm. It's, it's run on ghosts. And pixie it's dust. Ghost, <laughs> ghost power. Yeah. <laughs> run on soul power. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm okay. Maybe let's... Do you want to look at the poll ahead of time before yeah, we vote, or do you want to vote the, first? No, let's look at the. Well, I don't know. What do you guys want to do? I guess let's vote and then see I, where the poll is as well. Well, I'm going to go haunted mansion. I'm going safari. I'm going haunted mansion. Oh, it's. I just. This is so hard. I think I'm going haunted mansion. What? I know. In the oddball out tonight. All and okay, so the. Um, the internet said 58% for Haunted Mansion, 42 no for Kilimanjaro. Very close. Oh. I am shocked by the closeness. Very of that, close. I will and say. On it, it really reflects my own inner feelings about oh. these. What I'd really like to do is pit um, the some of the 999 uh, ghosts against specific animals the animals would win exactly this is a hard... <laughs> yeah. that's that's, that's so what i think would whole... be interesting like could you would you rather uh madame leota or augustus the baby hippo oh, yeah like oh. obviously you're ranger go, the ranger the, the baby rhino like but i mean the song like the song is so iconic yes um but you know what lauren like when you were kind of mentioning with i i agree with what you're saying about the safari is good for everybody um, because the haunted mansion would be hard to take small children on. I, I don't think you could take an infant on you Kilimanjaro safari. You can. Could, you like, can't hold them up. No, obviously you're not going to dangle them off the side. Um, but I, I mean like that, that ride is pretty rocking. Yeah, but we they, did take her. Yeah, we but took you her can. When she was nine they, and yeah. and yeah. they're always saying, Ma'am, can you please keep that baby in your lap? Yeah. Like yeah. every single yeah. time. Um, yeah, there's instead of no like one, holding them up. There's no one telling you to keep your baby down on the Haunted Mansion. I, that's true. I think I see fewer babies on the Haunted Mansion than on Kilimanjaro Safari. I think that's just bad parenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Ryan wants our baby's first ride to be Haunted Mansion. Oh, I would absolutely that's love hilarious. that. No, Little yeah. Mermaid. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so I think, uh, as again... I would have been happy with either going through, but Haunted Mansion is is moving on. Yeah. And that's yeah. partly uh, to do with our our listeners. Um, you guys helped decide that. So, um, you know, Three you only have, you only have Mansion, your, though. yeah, that yeah. too. But yes, it you was You only close. have yourselves to blame. It was close. <laughs> Not us. Okay. Uh, let's move on uh, to one that I think is probably going to be a little bit easier. Um, I don't know. Are you sure? Yeah. It's our number two seed, Frozen Ever After, taking on the number 18 seed, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, I just don't see, like, Frozen Ever After is just, again, it's one of those, like, technologically advanced forward attractions. And um, I don't know. I think... Pirates of the Caribbean definitely has that nostalgia, but I don't think it has as much nostalgia as like Haunted Mansion or. Um, Ooh. That's you personally. That's me personally. They've yeah, made no. like multiple movies from this ride. Yeah, no, Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> uh, before Jack Sparrow. Yeah. I can, yeah. I, you know, I, I can still, have, I still have the smell of the gunpowder. <laughs> okay, know, the but water. I think there's 
nostalgia all well and good, but the ride needs an upgrade. I think it's too outdated. Right. And, um, you know, just in the kind of herky-jerky sort right. of animatronic kind of old right. style. Whereas uh, Frozen Ever After is so much more smooth and just impressive. But also, it gets my vote because it's not scary. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No. I, I, and uh, I mean, I think Pirates has has received a number of facelifts since, uh, you know, at Walt Disney World, it was 1973, the Pirates of the Caribbean open. Um, like I know in the early 2000s, uh, is when we start when we saw Jack Sparrow and Barbosa added, um, as animatronics. And just a couple of years ago, we saw the, the scene change, the auction change, mm-hmm. um, where it wasn't, they weren't selling brides. They, uh, it, the redhead became a pirate and, um, and now it's pretty. That was so controversial. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, controversial. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, I feel like Pirates has the capability of being updated, but I think they choose a lot of those older animatronics still stay there because I think that has some of the feel of what it originally embodied. But if you watch, because we haven't been to Shanghai, like the new Pirates at Shanghai Disney, like it is. I like you can see what Lauren's talking about because those animatronics are so smooth. Yeah. Um and that whole ride is unreal. Yeah, if you haven't had a chance to look at watch like a point of view clip of that from Shanghai um on YouTube. I don't always like to ruin things, but who knows when I'll ever get to Shanghai. Fingers yeah. crossed one day. But it's pretty incredible. So um so I see what I see Lauren's point. I'm also going to vote for Frozen Ever After because, uh, again, it just, I don't know. I just, there's, I'm just always drawn to that ride. It's so fun. I think it's like, that is the quintessential family-friendly ride. Yeah. I feel like pretty much anybody can go on it. And um, like there's, your thrill is going down that little drop. Um but yeah, it's mostly about fro- being, you know, immersed in a Frozen story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. I mean, Pirates, I still love Pirates. Um, again, I like the song. I like those pigs, the sleeping pigs in the mud, you know, all of the little the little vignettes. Um, but OK, so are you voting, Ryan, for I'm, Frozen? I'm voting Frozen Ever After. OK. And Lauren, you're voting for Frozen. I'm voting for Frozen. Yes. Ryan, are you going to make it a clean, am, uh, clean sweep? Uh, I am also voting for Frozen. <laughs> well, guess who? I, you know, because I was going to say, I'm looking at the the past of the Pies of the Caribbean. Uh, I believe one of the reasons why it, it beat Rock and Roller Coaster is we talked about how bad the queue was in Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, and here, I mean, I think the queue in Frozen Ever After is just adorable and is, you know, from from Yoo-Hoo Guy to the oh, feeling yeah. of that you're in the the middle of, of, uh, of Arendelle. It's just, yeah, it's very well done. Um, there's something I like about it more than the, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and I'm not sure what it is, yeah. um, because they're they're both very similar in the timing and the demographic they're going after. Yeah. Uh, you know, the five year old princess. But uh, I really, I really like the Frozen Ever After. I think it's a just it was done so well, and it's really fun. So on Instagram, um, Pirates got 64 percent of the vote and Whoa. Frozen 36. So we just apparently don't agree with our... <laughs> yeah, so they are so... I mean, again, it could come down to the frozen queue is sometimes long. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And, and pirates, pirates is, can be, but not usually. But pirates would be one of those like comfort, you know, like old time. And also if you love the movies, like I think people are sick of Frozen <laughs> and they're not in the way that they're not sick of pirates in the movies. Yeah. Anyway. But so we are going against our listeners. I'm so yeah. sorry, folks. Um, but we are uh, voting for Frozen Ever After. That moves on over Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, and now let's head to uh, another matchup. Uh, and it could be a close one. We have our number seven seed, Soren. Soren Around the World, taking on the number 10 seed, Test Track. I, I don't even know where to begin. I... I they're love, so different. I love Soren. Yeah, they're totally different experiences. One is relaxing and um and just uh it's just so breathtaking. And Test Track is a fast sim car. Some people say think... it's a roller coaster, but it's it's not. It's like um you know, it's just like a, a car in a dark ride. My I am going to vote for Soren, number one, because it's so calming and enjoyable. And number two, because how many times does Test Track break down while you're in the ride? Oh, yeah. Like, also, oh, if it's raining. Goodness. Yeah. You can go oh, on Soren if it's raining. Guys, <laughs> I'm totally leaning towards Test Track because I like Soren. But Soren is like it's a movie theater where you get to sit in seats and your legs swing. And don't get me wrong. That's really that's really dumbing it down. I get it. It's wonderful. And I really like it. But Test Track is like a themed experience and it's totally, you uh, you know, you're you're created a car and now you get to test it out. And I mean, again, that's also simplifying it. I will say, I mean, Test Track in its current iteration is uh, like way better than its old iteration. Yeah. Uh, because of the fact that you get to design your own sim car and then take it on this like cool, um, you know, the sim track and then take it up to it is Test Track is the fastest ride at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. And, but, and I think, oh, sorry. No, I, I go ahead. I was just going to say, again, if you're giving me, because both of those can have very long lines without a fast pass. Um, if you're giving me 45 minutes test track, 45 minutes Soren, I will personally choose test track. I just, it's, it's unique enough that I'm like, yep, I'm going to go there. And I feel like I'm the opposite. Like, I feel like I I need to, I feel like no trip is complete without going on Soren at least once. The test track, I've been disappointed a few times where I was like, the time that I would like to, the only time that, you know, I've kind of scheduled to go and go on test track, it's raining and therefore I don't get to do it. Um, so I feel like I'm, I'm disappointed, but I make sure that I get on Soren. I feel like, do I have to explain uh, the, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Mark Summer and the Erector set of how oh. he created Soren? <laughs> I feel like that story. We've uh, seen it pop up on so many, like, so many specials. specials over and over again about how Soren was created with a little, like, Meccano set, essentially. Yes. Um, it's yeah it's it, it is actually you know when i, when I dumb down the whole you know movie theater with the feet dangling it is a, a really cool premise so um again this one i won't be sad with whoever wins soren has patrick warburton what does test track have chevrolet cars <laughs> it's tron it's got tron is it tron 
not really, it's but not it's Tron. got some neon lights. And yeah. um, unless Patrick Warburton's going to speak like Kronk, he's just a guy. <laughs> no, no he's, I agree. I, he's our uh, flight attendant. I think Soren's going to win from if I can, you know, if I'm testing the uh, the feel in the room. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's safe safe to say my vote would be for Soren around the world. I I like Soren. Um, I love the music. I actually kind of miss the California version. Yeah. Um, I, which this is not what this is about, but I actually prefer the Soren or Soren over California. I think there's a little bit more motion. Like I think. I think there was it was more exciting over um, California. Yeah, yeah, but anyway. Um, and Lauren, are you also voting for Soren? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I my only thing I will say Soren, I get the same. Uh, so on test track, when you're going the sixty five miles an hour, I get that same thumping feeling in my chest when on Soren around the world, and we go over the massive waterfalls. I feel like when I feel that thump in my chest, it's the same thrill. I mean, not the same like peril, but certainly I, the same thrill. I love ending at Epcot with fireworks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's such a, such a nice touch. Uh, let's see what our listener said. Okay. Uh, 71% Soren and 29% Test Track. Uh, Again, Ryan, I'm sorry. There you go. I was, right. I was actually, I was kind of expecting the opposite on that one. Like I thought that test track might come out on top because it just always seems so popular. And I guess they both are. Uh, but again, I, I think, don't know, maybe it's, maybe people have seen <laughs> been there when it's been broken down. <laughs> I think people can appreciate a beautiful ride. And yeah. I feel like Soren is just, it's just about seeing beautiful things in a very, um, innovative way. Test track is a lot of fun though. Test track you is know? fun. Do both. Yeah. Oh, don't don't butter up that track. <laughs> we know where your allegiance lies. <laughs> it was unfortunate when we went with our our friends a few summers ago, um, because we know that they would have loved Test Track. Yes. and I think I think it was it was raining a lot, and like we ended up missing our fast passes for it. Or we just I think like, it rained like from the afternoon on, and there was just no time. Never, yeah, we didn't. it didn't stop until the park closed. Yeah, actually, that was quite a, uh, they, they had to put illuminate, like delay illuminations by quite a lot. It was almost a private showing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that was really unfortunate because that was one of them that they didn't get to ride. And I know that they would have enjoyed it, but. I don't, I don't mean to say that uh, Lauren has skewed this in any way, but I will say in our last episode, Test Track took down Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> which is Lauren's one of Lauren's favorite rides. That's true. So obviously, um, you know, this played a factor. <laughs> but Soren moves on and Test yeah. Track does not. Um, and we are going to move on to another matchup here. We have the number three seed Splash Mountain taking on another Magic Kingdom favorite, the number 19 seed Peter Pan's Flight. Now, Peter Pan's Flight is controversially here. <laughs> Because last week, last time, we uh, we were split on Peter Pan's flight versus Expedition Everest, and we went to Finn, who oh, right. I thought would have voted with us on Expedition Everest, and controversially uh, went to Peter Pan's flight. So here boy, it is. He was so, yeah, he was very scared on Expedition Everest. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I, you know what? I think Peter Pan deserves to be in this category. Like, de- deserves to be here. I will. I don't disagree. I think it was just tough to go up against Expedition Everest. And, yes. Uh, but you know, it was hard fought, and it came out victorious. So I'm not going to fault yeah. it for that. Um, and seems unlikely to move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peter Pan's flight is is like a it's an original attraction um at Walt Disney World. Um it, it when it got its facelift and it got the interactive queue, I think that helped a lot because now you weren't just waiting around in a line doing nothing for a 2 minute 45 second ride. Now you are in a, a queue that you can do things or see things and and it's a a part of the experience before you get on the ride for two minutes and 45 seconds. I mean, also you can see Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's in that mermaid lagoon. Yeah. What a nice little touch. I mean, Peter Pan's there too. Oh He's yeah. He's kind of the star That's of the right. show. But... but Ariel is my preferred redhead. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, do love the flying over the city. No, yes. I do too. Parts. And I love when the cast members do the little pixie dust on the, like the lap bar. Mm, I love yep. that little, yeah. little bit of magic. And I believe like Peter Pan's flight is in every, uh, every Disney park, like castle park, castle park, except for Hong Kong. Oh yeah. I think that's the only one that does, that doesn't exist. So it's like, it's su- supposedly, you know, Peter Pan's flight has this universal appeal and obviously, um, you know, it, it is universally loved. I just think Splash Mountain is a better ride. It's a better attraction. Oh, and I mean, you know what? I, I, I always focus on the queues because waiting with kids suck. Um, there's no sugarcoating that. <laughs> but if I'm going to wait between the two, again, it's the valuation. And Splash Mountain's like a 12-minute ride. Yeah. 12 minutes versus like two minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah. And again, like, again, not to take anything away from it. We love Peter Pan. It's one of my absolute favorites. Um, But Splash Mountain, I like more and it's got thrills. It's got some really cool, you know, some theatrical animatronics that are really fun to watch. It's got music, um, you know, great. If you can catch some fireworks when you're on the top of the, the, uh, the ride as well at night, but yeah, even even at two o'clock in the afternoon, it's a wonderful ride. I agree. Um, and I, and I would agree, like, I know that in its next iteration, um, of having the, the princess and the frog, um, theming that it's only going to get better that I love splash mountain in its current iteration. Uh, I'm going to love it even more in the next one. I think that's, that's a given. So I'm also voting for it on the promise of what's to come. Not even knowing what it is, but I'm I'm gonna vote for it anyways. Um, is anybody voting for Peter Pan's flight, or are we all on on a Splash Mountain? Uh, yeah, train here? especially because I'm excited about the change. Me too. I yeah. I just love that movie. I love the music. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how that change what that change ends ends up looking like. Um, I I also just love Tiana. And I love her friend Lottie as well. Yeah. I hope she makes a little appearance in it. I'm sure she will. She's it's like funny. a 12 minute ride. You've got to have, you've got to have a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, I know Splash Mountain is great and it's true. It's, it's longer. You get a little bit more thrills. Yeah. Um, uh, but Peter Pan is, uh, that's a great starter ride. Yeah. 
I mean, my mom still screamed on Peter Pan <laughs> when I was a kid, but you know, yes, it's, it's a starter ride. Yeah, no, I but I think Splash Mountain should go go through. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, did our our Instagram followers agree? Yes. So sixty one percent for Splash Mountain and thirty nine for Peter Pan. That's not as definitive as I thought no, it would be. But but, but I yeah, get it. Over half. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Splash Mountain is moving on. Um, okay. Our last matchup of this round uh, pits the number six seed Toy Story Mania against the number 11 seed Space Mountain. <laughs> we started off this round by talking about the People Mover and talking about Space Mountain oh, yeah. a lot. Um, and now we get to see Space Mountain take on a tough opponent. I feel like Space Mountain had a pretty easy ride through... Uh, through the last two rounds i know it took down astro orbiter in round one and it took down under the sea um you know with the little mermaid in round two but i feel like we've got two heavyweights here and for different reasons i think the only reason space mountain would be considered a heavyweight in my opinion would be due to sentimental value i think toy story mania is a huge uh favorite yeah, it's just so innovative and creative. It lived yeah. up to my expectations. I remember that, yeah. you know, being really excited to ride it and then really being excited to ride it again. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think I agree. I think the first time that I was on Toy Story Midway Mania, I was like, like that was that I didn't really know what to expect. And once we got on it, I was like, let's just get in line again for this because it yeah. was it was great. And I had such a good experience with it. And I feel like who doesn't like to play carnival games where you're not spending $5 to do it uh, to get a stuffed toy? Like it's the the visuals work so well. And I know that when they were uh, designing the um, the visuals for this experience, they uh, like they took physical um physical things like they tossed physical rings uh in a ring toss format so they could get how it actually interacts so that when they made the um you know the digital version of everything it was it was accurate and it reacted the same way that it would in real life so i think you know a lot of extra effort went into making this feel authentic and uh and make it a really cool experience I will say Space Mountain is also pretty cool. It was innovative in its time. Mm -hmm. In fact, it was like 10 years ahead of its time when they first conceptualized uh, Space Mountain. It was like in the 60s, but they didn't have the technology for like at least a decade. Um, the de technology had to get up to um, what they were hoping Space Mountain would be. And it uh, certainly has lived up to the test of time. For it's sure. still a fan favorite. I really enjoy it, but I don't think it has the interactivity or just the, the I don't know, joy that Toy Story has. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have the, I don't have the sense of when I'm done Space Mountain, be like, oh, I got to do that again. Now, I think 12-year-old Ryan probably be like, oh my God, I got to do that again. 41-year-old <laughs> Ryan's like, you know what? That's cool. I'm glad I done that. I don't need a Cairo adjustment. And <laughs> I was going to say, like... <laughs> The older I get, the more I'm like, that was a really great ride. My back hurts for some reason, yeah, yep. and I don't really know why. Totally. I uh, am fascinated to hear what the, the poll said, because uh, yeah. I think there's a two polarizing options. Well, yeah. yeah, and I think what's what's interesting, I think they both 
deliver on adrenaline, yeah. but in different oh, ways. Like, yeah. um, like with, with space mountain, it's because you're not really sure where, you know, like if you're, if there's a drop here and it's a roller coaster, but, um, but there's always that like adrenaline, I think with toy story mania where like you want to beat whoever you're playing with, or you just want to beat your last score. Um, or just that, you know, at the end where you have to just like fire, fire off those darts or whatever, as fast as you can, (laughs) like, and you're right. Uh, as much as my arm hurts at the end, I'm like, I just want to do it again. Like it's not long enough. Um, yes. So, So, I mean, my, I think as much as I love space mountain, I love the, the classic attraction. I I think toy story mania is the better, that's how I feel. So I think my vote would be for that. I think, are you guys in agreement? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. And so was Instagram. So 67% for Toy Story Mania, 33 for Space Mountain. Oh. Nice. That was, and that was, I thought that Space Mountain might get a little bit more love, but what am I basing this on? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we take a break for our next, uh, our next set of matchups and we'll be right back. back folks um we are in the thick of it right now we have only eight contenders left and we are naming the best walt disney world attraction in our uh march madness bracket here and um and this is this is when it gets tough i i think some of it may not like we may have some definitive winners but um but even just to get to this point these attractions are like the top of the top these are, um, you know, fan favorites, our personal favorites, and we're pitting them against each other. So let's jump right into it and see uh, see if we can't move this along. Um, our first matchup in, in round number four, we have the number one seed, People Mover, taking on the number eight seed, the Tower of Terror. Now, Lauren, you have a shirt for both. I have so a shirt for work? both. Um, hmm. I know it's hard to tell which one do I wear more. Uh, (laughs) Um, I think that I will, this is like, yeah, these are like two of my favorite attractions in Disney world. Um, but I think my vote is going to tower of terror simply for the Disney details, the story, like to me, it's the whole package. Um, so that's, that's what I'm going with. This is a tough one. The more that I'm thinking about it, I love the People Mover, but I also love Tower of Terror. Didn't you just hear me? I said they're both my favorite rides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, this was not easy. No. <laughs> I think, you know what? I, I, I love, yeah, I agree. I love how many, there's so many little things to love about tower of terror so many little details that are done so well and the people mover is a great experience but i think you know you could put you could put a people mover around each land and it would be cool but there but there's nothing that has to go like what makes the people mover cool is the fact that it's going around a land and i feel like tower of terror is a self-contained story and like and and following i feel like there's like a it's not a cult following but there's certainly like 
a, a large number of people who are really into Tower of Terror, like merchandise and um, and like you know Disney bounding. If you're if you're going to dress up as uh, you know reflective of something Disney, um, the Tower of Terror bellhop bellhops and um, I don't know. It's just got a, such a cool vibe, and you don't seem you don't see that same following for the people mover lots of people love the people mover but i don't think they uh follow it the same way that people follow the tower of terror i think that's 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 my argument there uh, i don't know what do you guys think oh it's that drop it gets me every time <laughs> i guess it really depends on your mood doesn't it yeah that's a tough one they're, or like who's with you right they're like, very different yeah mm-hmm that's a, yeah, that's a tough one. So I'm going People Mover, and I will say why. Uh, almost for the exact opposite reasons you guys said. I love its simplicity. Mm. I love that it's a it, it's a basically it's a tram, it's a train, but it, it's it's taking you on an adventure. And I will say an adventure that obviously I'm really comfortable with, and there's something really familiar that you just love. It, it, there is a bit of it's not really your trip until you've been on the People Mover, right. in my opinion. Um, and you know i've been on when my kids need a nap i will go with my mom who's in her 70s um i feel like and of course my mom took me in the 80s and you know there's something about it that i personally uh, as this is going to be what i pick um you know i'm going with people over i think you have to choose like whether do you want to like have this rest calm restful ride or do you want to like you i feel like you have to scream or shout on tower of terror so it's it's one or the other do you want to relax and be really quiet or do you want to have a thrill and uh and you know have a fun little scream on tower of terror i i don't know that's i think it's different answers for different people well and so you lauren you're saying Though, though I will say, um, you know, play a little bit of, uh, you know, the, the couch doctor here. I feel like, Lauren, you actually like the Tower of Terror better than the People Mover and find yeah. the People Mover, like, boring and that you would actually, <laughs> not boring, but, yeah. like, there are moments where you'd be like, oh, we're doing that again? Yes. Where I don't feel like you feel that way for Tower of Terror. True. How, but I'm like, also deathly afraid of heights. So, well, right. the dropping... I'll be a little self-deprecating for something that I love, but let's let's equate people mover to living with the land mm-hmm. in terms of sitting down and being told about things around you. True, true. <laughs> I I happen to love both, but, but oh, I don't fall me, asleep on the people mover. <laughs> don't you? I have. I don't. No, I, I definitely don't. have. And, and I will say definitely like. Uh, if I'm picking a ride, yeah, I don't know if I'm like I, you know, in my in my you know past life of travel agent, I would have been like, oh, people mover is like a must. Um, but man, that Tower of Terror experience is phenomenal. It really is, you know, imagineering at its best. They so, made the Tower of Terror blend into Morocco in another it's park. True. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I will, I, I am more than happy to, to pick it um, because I love going on it. Um, 
you know, people mover is a selfish pick. I, I, since, since I feel like Lauren, you're a bit excluded because you're afraid of heights is what's making this yes, tough for you. Yes, I think that's but I'm, I'm okay so. to stand up for, you know, if you, if you're about the people mover, that's okay. I like, I don't think that's oh. a wrong choice here. Um, I think just personally, I love the, the amount of Imagineering that goes into the tower of terror. Oh yeah, no, I totally agree. I think it probably should move on though. Hmm. Um, I think, are we, are we in agreement? I think my vote's tower of terror, Lauren, your tower of terror. Yes. Yep. Ryan. I will give tower of terror. It through a pass. Okay. I'll complain about it later. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, Lauren, the uh, the pressure is yes. off you. Yes. You don't have to worry about it, uh, making the decision. Um, <laughs> but this is the giant killer, folks. The Tower of yeah. Terror has somehow taken down the People Mover. Our number one seed is out of the say, competition. Which is like also collectively like one of our favorite. Yes. I love we the People love Mover. But I love Tower of Terror yeah. too. All right. Uh, I think this is another juggernaut <laughs> here. We've got the number four and five seeds going against each other. Rise of the Resistance taking on the Haunted Mansion. This is like old school, really cool technology uh, and like and really cool trickery like Pepper's Ghost with the with the ballroom scene and um, and the Imagineering that went into like Leota, uh, Madame Leota in the uh, in the crystal ball like there's some really cool tricks done in the haunted mansion and we're pitting it against like we said before um the most technologically advanced attraction that disney has ever made i i it's how how do you even compare the two it's apples and oranges but we've got to decide well and so i'm gonna say i actually think this is a very easy um easy decision and it's because i think that haunted mansion is far more accessible for far more people and not because of the fact that it's a multi-purpose ride vehicle and which is you know slow but it's really tough to get on rise of the resistance i think that's fair i agree i actually don't i i loved rise of the resistance but i think my vote is going to haunted mansion because um it's just more Disney to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm not, uh, I don't love, love Star Wars. Like, I, I really love Galaxy's Edge. I love what you can find there. I loved The Mandalorian. Um, but so for me, it was like a, a great, uh, it was a great ride. But like, Ryan, you know, I don't know the names of a lot of things. <laughs> like, when it comes <laughs> to Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, I enjoy them as like stories, but I'm not like, I'm not, um, I'm not like part of that fan culture of it. Um, but I am of the parks. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So anyway, I just feel like I have more of a connection with Haunted Mansion. Um, I think that's fair. I, I, I would think the vast majority of people could say the same in terms of what you said earlier about not being able to get on this yeah, ride enough if is you enough can't, um you can't experience this groundbreaking ride how can you uh how can you properly vote for it um it's it's tough like i think it's it's promise only takes you so far but until we get um you know a quicker more people on it 
um, to be able to experience it, I think it hits a wall and that wall might be here. If that's, uh, if that's what I'm hearing from you guys as well. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think that it's, it's just not, I don't think it's, it, it's, yeah, you can't compare it if you can't ride it. And I mean, it, it breaks down so often and I mean, such a limited amount of people can get through it through a day. Uh, I mean, I mean, limited is relative. It's still a ton of people. Sure. sure. So many people who want to want to ride it. There's just no way that everybody in the park can get on that ride in a day. And that's that's really sad, I think. Right. Yeah. And I think also I would say that the process is cumbersome and not um, not user friendly uh, at the moment. And again, if that changed and. It was, you know, as easy as clicking a button, not on your phone that you walked by and you just, you know, like old school fast passes, you know, pick a pick a paper ticket. Then I think this would change my opinion. Can you imagine um, if it had a standby queue? It would be out the park and into, you know, you'd be lining up for Rise of the Resistance at the Skyliner station at Pop Century. I feel oh, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> that's it would just be massive. Like they have, I understand why they have to do the virtual queue now. And especially now, uh, with COVID, but, um, I don't know how you get away from that. It's the line is going to be massive no matter what. And you just can't handle the number of people who want to go on that ride. But because there aren't that number of people going on that ride, they don't get to experience it. I agree. I think like this might be the end of the road for rise of the resistance here. Uh, Lauren in London, what are you what are you thinking about this? I just this? wish I had ridden it so I would know. Like, I just am so sad yeah, that I didn't get to ride it. And she's was, rocking uh, back and forth on the floor, actually. It's so cool. And, you know, I, I hear what Lauren in Hamilton was saying about, like, she's not a huge Star Wars fan. And I wouldn't say I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but I have to say, like, being in Star Wars area in Disney was just so exciting to me. So I don't know what my reaction would be if I actually got to ride on it. And um, and that yeah. was just timing, mainly because of COVID. We were supposed to go back and ride it. We <laughs> it. I um, think so it's I, not Disney's fault. Yeah, that, it, it, you know, but but uh, yeah. So I I yeah, I'm definitely I'm super excited to ride it. Like I, if excitement was the reason to vote for something, I would vote for that. Yeah. Yeah. I I. I agree with what you're saying. Like being there and experiencing it is, is totally different than like, I don't think you have to be a huge fan. No, you can be blown away by everything that is going on in that ride and you have no idea who any of those people are. Mm -hmm. That's pretty significant. It's pretty significant, but there's, there's some cool stuff that happens in the haunted mansion too, that you're kind of like, how did that happen? And, uh, and how do they do that? I, I don't know. I'm, I agree. I think, I think personally, um, I love Rise of the Resistance as a really cool and innovative ride. I would, it would absolutely have my vote here if we were five or 10 years down the road and it's had a chance to sort of get itself settled and build that fan base and get its operations sort of in a, in a good place. But I think for now, my vote has to be for Haunted Mansion. What about you guys? Oh no, absolutely. No, I totally really? agree. Yeah, I, I I just think that it has to be haunted mansion because the alternative is not it's I don't think it's it, it doesn't work yet enough for me to to vote for it. Interesting. All right. I think that gives us three haunted mansions at least. Lauren, are you gonna make it a clean sweep? Yeah, no, I'm not gonna make it a clean sweep. <laughs> 
just no. based on your no. uh, excitement alone. Excitement, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I love I think that's fair. Yeah. But I think uh, the three of us have decided that Haunted Mansion is moving on. Wow. I'm, I'm a little surprised, I will say. I didn't think we'd be here, but... Oh, we're here regardless so let's let's keep plowing ahead because we're we're almost at the finish line here um the number two seed frozen ever after is taking on the number seven seed soren two two epcots epcot has been like a lot of the epcot attractions faced off against each other in this whole competition but here we are crowning the best of epcot here and um i love soren i love there's like it's a beautiful ride and a beautiful experience, but Frozen Ever After is accessible to everyone, and I think that has to be that has to count for something. Yep, I think that Frozen Ever After has a little bit more of that Disney magic feel. Yeah, like um, Soren just... is like watching National Geographic. <laughs> Frozen Ever After is watching a Disney movie. Yeah, I I love it more than the movie. <laughs> like I just <laughs> I I felt like the the ride sort of made me like the movie a little bit more. You know what? I totally agree with you. I think the first time that I saw Frozen, it was it was kind of like, uh, it took me a little while to get my we head around really it. We didn't really know what to we think. We didn't really know what to think. <laughs> but we went on Frozen Ever After, and it made me like Frozen, the movie, more. It made it fun. It made it fun. Yeah. We went back and watched it and was like, yeah, I'm into yes. this. So I really, I uh, that... I don't know why, but that movie really just has a little bit of my, or the ride has a little bit of my heart. So, um, as much as I enjoy Soren and, and I, and I love the music, um, and how relaxing, like Frozen Ever After has my vote. Yeah. What about you guys? I was, I was so worried that they weren't going to do it right. Oh yeah. You know, I did like the movie a lot and, and just, um, you know, cause I think Hadley loved it too. Yeah. Um, and they did do it right. Yes. I think the ride was really a great um, homage to the movie. If, yeah, know, it and, sort of and... took all the like, all just like those quintessential little parts that you, without it like totally retelling the story or anything. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. um... well, it's its own story. And, um, and you know what I think that, that has a lot going for it? it because they had a sequel in mind and because they had, um, you know, it was relatively fresh in terms of Disney timelines. Um, the fact that they had um, Adina Menzel and Kristen Bell and uh, Josh Gad and uh, Jonathan Groff come in and do voices mm-hmm. um, for their characters makes it that much more authentic. Like you don't have to have someone who sounds like them uh, mm-hmm. doing these rides, yeah, I think. Yeah. It makes it really authentic and it makes it its own story. I, I, I agree. So is, is anyone dissenting? Is anyone saying Soren? Soren no, I think, no, I think it's absolutely the, the way to go. I think back in fast pass time, if I were to think of whether I wanted a fast pass for frozen or whether I wanted a fast pass for Soren, it was frozen every time because it was just so much a much better use of a fast pass yes so all right i think that was a relatively easy one frozen ever after is moving on over soren um which makes it the best epcot attraction uh and i think that's fair to say all right 
Uh, last matchup of this round, we have the number three seed Splash Mountain taking on the number six seed Toy Story Mania. All right, folks, this is a this is a heavy one. Um, and I I'm going to run into the same um, logic that, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to apply the same logic in different ways. Um, Splash Mountain is is a phenomenal ride. But I know that within the next few years, it's going to turn into something else. And I don't know quite what that is. Um, I think it's going to be great. I can't wait. I think it's going to be better. Um, but I can't say for certain. Um, Splash Mountain right now is a great ride. I think that's that has a lot going for it. So do I vote for it because it's like my favorite ride now? Um can I vote for it because I think it'll be a great ride in the future as well? No, but you have to just, just do now? it. It's Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain as it is right now. Yeah. Okay. So pitting it against Toy Story Mania, I also really enjoy Toy Story Mania. It's a lot of fun. It's so engaging. Um, it's it it's innovative. I, I just love Splash Mountain that much more. Do you guys know what you're voting for? Do you have like a gut reaction to these? My gut says Toy Story Midway Mania, though I think, like, I mean, Splash Mountain is one of my absolute favorite rides. So, but I think I'm going Toy Story Mania. I love how interactive it is. Um, I'm going Toy Story because I don't like getting wet. (laughs) But you can sit in the back row of Splash Mountain. You can ask to sit in row number four and you will very likely... not get you wet. Get assigned a seat. Like, what if you get assigned the wrong seat? But I just also, ask. Um, There's always a risk. There's always There's a risk, risk, but the cast yes. members are usually pretty accommodating. No, I mean, there's always a risk of getting wet. Well, sure. Like even, yeah. even if you're, even if you, you know, like you'll get the splash when you're turning the corner from the people going down. Right. So anyway, I just mean there is always a risk. Okay, Lauren, I think it's going to come down to you here. I know. I, I my vote is for Splash Mountain, and I think it has. I mean, I have to vote for my favorite ride, and Splash Mountain is currently my favorite ride. And as much as I love Toy Story Mania, um, I think Splash Mountain is better. Um, I think I'm going to go with Toy Story because I think I feel more like riding it right right away again after. And Lauren, I'm a little bit with you. Like sometimes I found the last few times I'm like, I don't really want to get wet. I mean, granted, we were there sort of not in the hottest weather. Um, But I think they lower the water level when it gets colder. So it's not as big a splash. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm feel I love them both. Like I do love Splash Mountain, but I'm going to go with Toy Story. Ouch. Sorry. Sorry. Well, my dreams have been crushed. Yeah. But Toy Story Mania, that's it. Three of the four. You guys, you know, that's that's okay. That's how this game works. Toy Story Mania has taken down a mountain. And uh, yeah, we have no mountains left. That was our last mountain. That's crazy, mm. folks. Overrated, I guess they are. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We are in our final four. Wow. And, uh, and the finish line is within sight. And, um, and it's actually kind of funny because we have two matchups here that are vastly different. Our first matchup is scary 
and our second matchup is family friendly. So the first matchup, yes, we have sure. the number eight seed Tower of Terror taking on the number five seed Haunted Mansion. It's very difficult. Very difficult. I think Haunted Mansion wins because it's longer. Is Ooh, it that's though? Interesting. Well, it has the impression that it is. Yeah. Do we have to? I feel like we have usually, to fact check this. Like it usually stops. It usually stops at some point. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if and if you true. get walked off, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually also would pick Haunted Mansion. Um, I like that there's music. I like that it's... I like the queue. I like the stretching room. I like that there's a ton of things to see. Um, of course, Tower of Terror, you get that really cool rush. Um, but I don't know if you can really enjoy as much because you're kind of like heightened because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to drop soon. What's right. going on? <laughs> um, where, you know, Haunted Mansion, it's like, you see stuff that you didn't know were there every single ride. Yeah. Um, Tower of Terror, I feel like there are always those people who scream um, in the first half of the of the ride where you're just going up like and you see the two you see the scenes like, mm, yeah, I, I feel like right. that's that's part of it. Um, not in not including your time in the library. Tower of Terror, when you get on the elevator is four minutes. Haunted so Mansion is a 10 minute ride. I was going to say, yeah, so it's much shorter. So it is much shorter. I, but I feel like Tower of Terror, you have to include the library because that's, I think that's but part of the experience. Waited, but, but then, then you, you wait, wait in, in line. a line. Yeah, I get that. So, uh, yeah, I would still say Haunted Mansion is a longer, a longer ride. I feel like for as many um, small little details there are in Tower of Terror, there are equal amounts of small details in Haunted Mansion um especially in the queue all the things that you can see like you've got the murder mystery out front in the statues can you figure out who did it um and then yeah once you get inside it's like you know you've got 999 ghosts to um grim grinning ghosts to uh to see and look at um i think my vote is gonna have to be for haunted mansion um oh then i can still vote for my favorite you can still vote for your favorite yeah i'll still vote for my favorite but i'm how would you sway any of us for tower of terror oh no like i feel like i would be swayed like if we were i would be totally fine with haunted mansion going through yeah if i was like if there were two of us doing tower of terror i'd be like i'm okay to concede my vote like to you so i don't need to convince it's just it's just that it's my my it's my favorite ride and again like i don't think there's anything else to say that i haven't said each time it's come up so but i'm happy with haunted mansion and you guys are good with haunted mansion as well yeah yes absolutely all right folks haunted mansion moves on and we're down to our uh our next matchup in this round these are the semifinals. Um, we've got our number two seed Frozen Ever After taking on the number six seed Toy Story Mania. Frozen. Do you want interactive or reactive? Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a tough no, it one. is really hard. I, I feel think... like Toy Story feels longer. <laughs> our our judging criteria has shifted quite a lot throughout this, and now we're at the point where it's just about ride length. <laughs> really well when you love them both that's true yeah it comes down to like those small details yeah so i would think that i would pick toy story mania but when you said that i was like oh no frozen is better 
Mm. I want to ride. I think that I like when it comes down to it, I want that full ride experience. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to experience the story. I like Toy Story Mania is just fun. It is really fun. Yeah. But it's not, it's not really telling me a story apart from the fact that I shrunk down to the size of a toy. And now, you know, the, the other toys want to play carnival games with me. Um, I don't know. That's a pretty good story. <laughs> it's true. It's true because really, it's it's that idea that you're you're under Andy's bed, not in a creepy way, but like you know, where he's got all his toys there, and and he's made his own little carnival. Um, you know, with the, which I I think there's something to that. I just I agree with you, Lauren. I think there's something about getting on the ride and just enjoying the ride and not, you know, you can't unless you're playing the game and completely into the game. I don't mm-hmm. think you enjoy Toy Story Mania as much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to get Carpal Tunnel from uh, Frozen Ever After. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> also, if you're um, if you're a parent with two children, you have to sit there and do nothing on Toy Story Mania <laughs> unless one of your children is big enough to be on their own. And I feel like that would not be a fun a fun ride for everyone. That's true. Oh yeah, you know what? In a family of five, yeah. sucks. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that you do. You have a family of five. I'm not saying that, that sucks. The circumstances mean, yeah, are challenging like, because yes, not I mean, all five people get to participate in Toy Story Mania on the same car. Yeah. No, it's true. You know what? Uh, that reason alone, I'm picking Frozen. Yeah. I. Yeah, that's it. I don't think we have to debate that anymore. Frozen Ever After is moving yeah. on. I am shocked that Frozen has made it to the. Final. I kind of, you know, I I am too, but I'm not surprised about Haunted Mansion. I thought no. that Haunted Mansion could very easily make it to the end. Yeah, yeah. Let's very quickly uh, throw out our bronze medal match: um, the Tower of Terror versus Toy Story Mania. Of those two, gut reactions. Um, it's crazy. They're at the same park. Yeah, um, but they're so... they're for totally different demographics. It's yeah. like, do you want? older older person uh thrill or do you want young family fun right i yeah and for me um obviously i always skew a bit to the family fun um so i would i would kind of lean towards toy story midway mania of course i also love the idea that it's good for all ages yeah um, I, that that always kind of helps my decision but man you know what i'm not this is great. Tower of Terror is a fantastic ride and deserves to be like. See, my five. vote would be for Tower of Terror. I think it's like, again, it's that theming, and right. and there's more uh, immersion than just uh, than just a game. And now I'm thinking all about that fifth person on Toy Story Mania who doesn't <laughs> get to do anything. <laughs> Lauren, what would you vote for? Yeah, I would vote for Tower of Terror. Um, we currently are a family of two adults for just a little bit longer so i'm gonna not think about families right now yeah but you wouldn't be <laughs> in your current state wouldn't be allowed on terror tower of terror no you're or right. probably toy story mania i, I don't be allowed know. to do anything except for eat dole whips <laughs> um yeah so i mean but again I, it's what i've said the whole time i just personally yeah. love tower of terror but i love both of those rides so i'm happy with learn in london what would your vote be between those two yeah i go with toy story okay i I would say we'd have to be at a draw on this one then yeah this and i think that's fair they're so different yeah um and because it's a bronze medal match everybody wins there do them both yeah (laughs) oh for sure (laughs) or do one when you're younger 
and then do one when you're older and enjoy them both for different reasons. But let's get on to the main event. Our final matchup has the number five seed Haunted Mansion taking on the number two seed Frozen Ever After. This is hard. This is kind of the same thing. Do you want scary fun or do you want fam like family fun? Also like an oldie and a... And a newie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And you know what? So, yeah. I mean, we have to pick a winner, but yeah. I would say if we're not picking a winner, you could just say Frozen's the best family ride. Yeah, right. Yeah. the best, you know, uh, older tween and up ride or, or, you know, make your kid force your kid to go on it whatever um i like lauren's reasoning of the longer ride is haunted mansion yeah. in this case so i think my vote would be for haunted mansion i yeah. think you know i think mine would be too and only because i i feel like haunted mansion is a quintessential like classic disney park um ride, ride. i like that it is um i, I like those rides that that i identify just as being a park ride and and not not relying on those ips this this ride uh they made a movie about this ride whereas frozen was a ride made after a movie yeah and also if we look at those movies frozen is a better movie than haunted mansion yes (laughs) (laughs) but we can't i don't think we can judge that have you watched it on the have you watched Haunted Mansion, the movie? I didn't even uh, know. It was no, I've, I haven't watched a good Eddie Murphy movie in, <laughs> well, uh, I don't know, what, 20 years? We watched it this past Halloween. It's not the worst movie out there. <laughs> no, it's not the worst. Unfortunately, Tower of Terror might be the worst movie Tower of out Terror there. might be the worst movie out <laughs> um, there. But anyway, it's, uh, yeah, it was an adventure. Um, but... But movies aside... Movies aside... Looking just at the attractions, I, I think Haunted Mansion is like um it has that disney history behind it it's been in the park um and it continues to have this following i feel like frozen ever after is popular because lots of people like frozen i feel like people follow the haunted mansion it's an original attraction um at walt disney world 1971 um and it just has so much disney history to it you have your um uh, you have Leota, uh, the and the voice um, that's iconic. You have the ghost host, um, who's uh, Paul Frees, who uh, also does the Pillsbury did the Pillsbury Doughboy voice. Voice, um, but his voice is so quintessential uh, haunted mansion. And then you have Thurl Ravenscroft, um, one of the voices in um, singing Grim Grinning Gro- Ghosts. Uh, among some of the other Disney songs that he sings um, all over the parks. Uh, I feel like that has so that history has so much weight to it. I like to think of what would I want my ringtone to be? Grin, grim grinning ghosts or let it go. And it's probably going to be the um, theme from the, the haunted mansion. I would be embarrassed if <laughs> let it go started playing on my phone. Well, I feel like I'd have more questions than if grim grinning ghosts were playing. <laughs> So one thing that I'd like uh, just to kind of go back to here is um, not that they're both not worthy to be here because they certainly are, um, but Frozen beat Lightning McQueen's Racing, Tiki Room, <laughs> right. Pirates of the Caribbean, which of course, yeah. obviously we're getting in a better category, Soren, 
um, and Toy Story Mania. And now I think that is a, uh, those are, you know, worthy adversaries. I mean, Lightning McQueen and Tiki Room, notwithstanding. <laughs> but when you look at who the Haunted Mansion had to go through. Right. The American um, Adventure. <laughs> right. Uh, but then go on. Buzz Lightyear, which is no, no yeah. lightweight. Kilimanjaro. Right, yeah. That was Rise tough. Rise of the Resistance. That was also tough. Yeah. Tower of Terror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so not that Frozen does not deserve to be there, but in the path alone, I think Haunted Mansion has has deservedly right. shone to be point. number one. Yeah. I'm not going to think about that at all. I'm only going to be thinking about ringtones. <laughs> <laughs> As you should be. And you know what? Great, great uh, idea is uh, if we have any... Uh, if anybody is still listening, uh, send us your ringtones on uh, Facebook or Instagram and let us know what yeah. is your Disney ringtone. Because mine is actually a pixelated, um, phantasmic theme oh. uh, as my ringtone. So, I want mine to be the cruise ship, like the horns. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> like that. I actually I want mine. I want mine to be Lauren doing yeah. the the, the uh, horn sound. Actually. We can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we are so close to finishing this off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we I'm can't voting, get it off the rails. I'm voting here. for Haunted Mansion. I think I'm. I'm yeah. there too. I'm too. Haunted Mansion. Lauren, are you going to make it a unanimous decision? Okay. <laughs> because of the length. Begrudgingly, because it's and ten there's, minutes. There's more dimensions to it. Right? There's yeah. totally more dimensions. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, we we're not thinking about our kids at all. Yeah, <laughs> came in with a bang and went out with a whimper on that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it, folks. I think hands down. I think we can agree, uh, whether it's begrudgingly or not. Um, we have crowned the haunted mansion as the winner of this uh, March Madness. Walt Disney World attractions bracket. I feel good about that. Yeah, we went from 64 attractions down to the best. And yeah, some of the matchups were difficult. And if the seedings were different, we might have a different result. But as, uh, as it stands for this year, our number one attraction at Walt Disney World is the Haunted Mansion. I think... If you stuck with us, congratulations! Way to go. You have won too. If you skipped ahead to this part, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, go back and listen to how tortured we were yeah. trying to get here. Um, yeah, that's it. So we have named Haunted Mansion our best attraction at Walt Disney World. Um, we want to thank you so much for joining us uh, for as long as we have been doing this, uh, which has been a long two-part episode, our first two-parter. Um, but we'd also love to hear from you whether we got it right or wrong. Um, what matchups you thought would have gone the other way. Head over to our Facebook page or our Instagram page and uh, find the link for, for this particular episode. And let us know um, what you thought of the results. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Um, and why? Um, yeah. And while you're thinking about our podcast, if you would like to share it with your friends, that would certainly help us out um, and subscribe to the podcast in wherever way, shape or form you subscribe to podcasts. It helps us out. Um, and we certainly love everyone who has uh, given us a rating on um, on whatever platform you listen to your podcasts, uh, all the positive ones. Uh, we love to hear from we from read you. them all. We do read them all. We are that <laughs> desperate. <laughs> for feedback 
Um, we want to thank you so much for joining us uh, through this tumultuous round of 64 attractions down to our number one haunted mansion in this attraction bracket. Um, on behalf of myself, Ryan and Lauren, and Ryan and Lauren, we are the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Bye.